from the betting capital of the world. Vegas, baby, Vegas! It's Wager Talk with Teddy Covers and Ralph Michaels. It's football Friday here on Wager Talk, and welcome to the show. I'm Ted Zabransky, a.k.a. Teddy Covers, at Teddy underscore Covers on Twitter. I want to welcome my co-host and good friend Ralph Michaels at Cal Sports LV on Twitter. And welcome to Wager Talk. We're on the Sports Grid TV network. We're on Zumo. We're on Stir. We're on Pluto TV. We're on the iHeartRadio network. We're on podcast outlets everywhere. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day to spend with Ralph and I. This is your Sports Central for Betters. Let's get into it. We'll start with a little recap of what happened last night from a wagering perspective. We call it bad beats, bad bets, and bad for the books. B, 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 B. And I'll tell you what, Ralph, <laughs> uh, the Ravens blowing out the Jets last night was not good for any bookmaker that I've talked to. Lamar throws five touchdown passes. He wins a bunch of fantasy matchups. That makes everyone excited. Uh, whatever prop you had last night probably went over the total. Darnold went over in the yards and touchdowns. Uh, Lamar went over when yards and touchdowns went over rushing yards. All the running backs went over. The big receivers went over. The bottom line, this was not a good game for the house, not by any stretch of the imagination. No, and give the Ravens credit on a short week. I mean, to come out and uh, I guess if that's Lamar Jackson questionable with a quad injury. Uh, damn, imagine what he's going to look like when he's 100%. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, and you know, the uh, there was betters that were thinking that Lamar Jackson would sit in the second half if Baltimore had a big lead, and he did. Uh, once the Ravens were up by five touchdowns late in the fourth quarter, RG3 got his chance to shine. But the bottom line is if you were expecting that to come earlier. It didn't come. Jets got walloped. Unders got walloped. Prop betters and recreational betters cashed in last night, basically across the board. We talked about the Celtics and the 76ers on yesterday's show about Boston being perfect at home. Well, they're perfect at home no more. Philly was the better team down the stretch. Celtics fought the good fight, but they did look a little bit out of gas on the second of back to back. Sixers. Got the money, and that game bounced back and forth across Pickham when Horford was announced out. Then it was, you know, initially there was Philly money, and then there was Boston money before kickoff tip-off. End result: Celtics lose at home the first time all year. The 76ers get a signature victory. Well, I certainly agree that they look tired in the fourth quarter. I mean, they allowed Philadelphia what, 33 or 34 points in the fourth quarter, and that was the difference in the game. I think there was a total of 63 points scored in the fourth. So uh, certainly, you know, when you are tired, defense is the first thing to go, and we saw it in the Celtics in the second half. No doubt. Uh, (laughs) The Spurs had no business being tired last night. They had a six-day rest edge. Uh, over Cleveland. Cleveland was on the second night of back-to-backs, and San Antonio was on their uh, after was coming off their longest non-All-Star break rest of the season. Well, you can understand the Spurs come out a little bit flat and sluggish. All right, they did. Cleveland took a lead, but San Antonio rallied back. All right, they're going to win and cover. No, they're not. <laughs> in fact, they end up losing in OT to a miserable Cleveland team on the second of back-to-backs for the Cavs. 
wasn't pretty for San Antonio, a team that has been very ugly in the home favorites role all season long. That was once again on display Thursday night NBA. Teddy, you bring up the unique situation with rest, so that makes me go to my database. Since 2017, I just went back the last couple years, teams at home with over four days of rest have gone 22 and 31, 41.5% against the spread. So the extra rest, we think of it being a positive. The gut reaction is, oh yeah, they're fresh. Well, the results show teams with that extended rest tend to be a little bit out of sync in their first game back. That was certainly the case for San Antonio last night. We had a game in Mexico City in the NBA, and it was a fun one for a while. Denver, or uh, Dallas, took control of that ballgame in the second half. Mavs and over. A Mexico City blowout against the Pistons. This, too, not a good result for bookmakers. Dallas was bet five and a half up to seven, even higher at some spots. They win. They cover. The game goes over. The total and the Mavericks continue to impress on a game-in, game-out basis. For our viewers that didn't watch yesterday, uh, again, it was a quasi, it wasn't a true road favorite situation, but remember that angle. If a team isn't a way favorite off a loss against an opponent off a win, they've cashed. And again, while Dallas wasn't a true road favorite, they were a neutral favorite. That system in place, and we saw the better team off that loss pull away. The late game in NBA on TNT action last night was Nuggets and the Blazers. There was nothing but Nuggets money against Portland. And the end result, Denver was a better team in the second half, certainly the better team in the fourth quarter. They got the win and they got the cover at the Pepsi Center against Portland. Another bad result for bookmakers. I watched the first part of that game, Teddy, and the thing I liked is this. You know, Denver has the altitude edge if they use it, and they did. They pressed that pace in the first quarter. They scored 33 points, and that gave them the edge for the rest of the game. Sure. They were bet up from five, five and a half, as high as eight against Portland, and betters got all of that money in their pockets. College hoops last night. Quick recap of what happened. Iowa and Northern Iowa. Both get the win straight up and against the spread on the highway. Cyclones defeated at home by the Hawkeyes, and Northern Iowa knocks off Grand Canyon in what looked to be a pretty tough spot. For those that don't know Iowa's offense, it is the best offense in college basketball. You've got Garza, you got Weisskamp, you got Bohannon, you got McCaffrey, the coach's son. They've got multiple players that can shoot the ball. So unless your team can match them up or completely shut them down on defense, which Iowa State couldn't, Iowa is a team that when you're playing an offensively inept team, they have enough to win. And Northern Iowa, hats off to them. They were in a horrible situation coming off an upset win against Colorado, playing Grand Canyon. Canyon. They are off to their best start ever in December. Hats off to Northern Iowa. Yeah, played a heck of a game last night. Unfortunately, they got my money in the second half of that game as well as the first. All right. When we come back, it's line movers. Talk about where the money's going and why. Get on the grid. Stay on the grid. Wager talk continues. 
NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Rain or shine, every day is a great day for fishing, right? You got rain gear, but you can't overlook sunny day gear. A Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie has you covered on the sunniest days. Like, literally. I mean, who wouldn't trade a sunburn for a trophy fish? But why do it if you don't have to? Especially when this Solar Stream Elite hoodie is built with broad-spectrum UV protection. We're talking UPF 50. And it has airflow so you don't overheat. And what's the alternative? Putting down the rod every half hour so you can slather on some sunscreen. Seems like an easy choice to me. Columbia PFG has you covered with their Castback TC shoe. Its OmniMax cushioning and traction system helps if you're on your feet a lot, say, fighting a fish. Not to mention keeping you sure-footed on a wet, rocking boat. So if you're going to be spending long days out on the water, and I sincerely hope that you will be, head over to Columbia.com PFG and shop all their performance fishing gear. Ralph, I moved to Las Vegas in 1998. So I've been doing this full time. This is my 22nd football season. I'm pretty sure you were around when I got started. How long have you been doing this full time? You know, I uh, worked for North Coast uh, probably 1992 when I started Cal Sports the year before that in 1991. So, uh, uh, yeah, uh, a lot of years, a lot of fingers. I need fingers and toes and abacuses and a bunch of things to count up how long that is. Sure. The bottom line is between us, we have about 50 years of experience doing this. And broadcasting, I've been broadcasting pretty much the whole way. You've been broadcasting pretty much the whole way. But on this show, for this network, we're a couple months old. We're newbies. Okay. We've been around a while. We've been talking about sports for a while, but here on the Sports Grid Network, we're relatively new. And what does that mean? That means we're building something. We want you to be a part of it. We need your help, flat out, all right? (laughs) We need to find us and follow and tweet and like and retweet. Find us on YouTube at Sports Grid Network. That's all fantasy and sports wagering all the time. On Instagram, 
at SportsGrid TV. And again, this show, we want you to be a part of it. We need you to be a part of it, and we need a little bit of love. So please give us a follow. SportsGrid Network on YouTube, on Instagram, at SportsGrid TV. Let's talk line movers. Where's the money going? And all week, I've been focused on the bowl games and where the line's moving in the bowl games. And I'm going to do it again today, even though we're going to talk a little NFL and NBA before this segment is through. But I want to get through all the bigger moves in college football. We've gotten through most of them. Let's talk a few more. Temple taking money against North Carolina. And maybe the situation where all the Tar Heels games have been decided by a field goal. Uh, North Carolina has been a bad favorite and a good underdog. Their favorites here, but the money showing for the defensive-minded Temple Owls. Teddy, the issue I have with this game is head coach, and head coach bowl records are very important to me. Rod Carey used to be at Northern Illinois. What did he do as a dog in his bowls for the Huskies? 0-6 straight up, 0-6 against the spread. His last four bowl games, he failed to cover by 19.5, 40 points, 16 points, and 21.5 points. That's not a track record of success, not by any stretch of the imagination. Nonetheless, the money coming for Rod Carey squad against Mac Brown's North Carolina Tar Heels. There was money flowing against Illinois throughout the course of the regular season. The betting markets did not trust the Illini. They didn't like the Illini, and the money poured in against Illinois week after week after week. Lovey Smith's team was heavily reliant on a positive turnover margin. We'll just put it that way. But the defense was good enough to create turnovers. The offense didn't turn the ball over a whole lot. And that was good enough to get Illinois back to a bowl. All that said, no respect for this turnover margin Illini team. Cal now up to minus seven. That Illinois team you're talking about finished plus 11 turnovers on the year. The only games with a negative turnover ratio was Eastern Michigan. They were minus one. At Iowa, they were minus two. And in the final against Northwestern, they were minus one. Uh, Illinois is not a team I want to back in the bowl. But I've watched enough of this Cal team that uh, I have no interest in laying a touchdown with their offense. So it's one of those bowl games I won't be on as far as the side is concerned. Yeah, I might get there with Illinois. Uh, Cal has no business laying, and we all know the Pac-12, 3-17-1 against the spread over the last three bowl seasons. Another team that's been, or another conference that's been bad in bowl season, during bowl season, has been the MAC who has covered at a, what, 28.6% clip over the last three seasons. Well, we're seeing a lot of MAC teams taking money, and that includes Ohio U. Is Nevada that bad? Ohio U's up to minus eight, and the game's being played in Boise. This is a line move that I don't understand, and I usually get most of these line moves, not this one. I agree with you. I don't understand the line move, but I will say this, Teddy. We're going to talk more about bowls next week. I will just shoot out a record that Ohio falls into a 76% system against the spread. When you have a 6-6 and team, you are completely motivated because for the rest of your careers, you're either going to be a winning program or a losing program. Ohio is one of those six and six teams, and I I will never play against one of those. That's how strong I am on those six and six bowl teams. Wow, seventy six percent long term angle says lay it with the Bobcats. One more college to talk about. 
Uh, and this is one to talk about because Michigan State was the single worst point spread team among bowlers this year. Dead last. Uh, among the what are the 80 teams going bowling, 78, whatever it is. They went three and nine against the spread. And yet Sparty's taking money. They're playing at a cold weather bowl at Yankee Stadium. It doesn't look like a prime motivational spot, but Wake Forest, their opponent, is dealing with injuries to the QB position, so the money's coming in on Michigan State. Mark D'Antonio, 5-0-1 against the spread in bowl since 2012. Another 6-6 six and six team. This team much better than its record shows, and I think they've got the right coach to motivate them. Yeah, I'm with you 100%. If I'm playing that game, I will be laying with Sparty. Uh, my hunch is, even though it doesn't feel like a motivational spot on paper, the impression I got is that they're going to come to play. Let's talk a little NBA for tonight when it comes to line movers. And the Utah Jazz have gone through a very rough stretch. They lost six out of eight. They bounced back last time with a quality win. Well, a comfortable win against a Minnesota team that doesn't play a whole lot of defense. They're playing another team tonight that doesn't play a whole lot of defense in Golden State. And the market thinks that the Jazz struggles are over. Utah bet up to minus 13. No Pascal in the lineup for the Warriors. We have to put things in perspective. That Utah win was against a Minnesota team that's absolutely reeling with how many straight losses in a row. So I am not that quick to jump and say they're they're uh, they're they're fixed. Their problems are solved. But I'll tell you this: if if Utah plays good enough to win and cover, I think there's some value to fade him after beating Minnesota and the Warriors. Yeah, exactly. I want no part of the Jazz right now. Uh, certainly not minus 13 and a half. And I would love to see him blow out Golden State tonight because Utah does not. I don't think their problems are just fixed. We'll see if Conley plays for the Jazz. That's as high as 13 and a half as we speak. We got the Knicks off a rare win. What have they done it four other times this season? Uh, they won uh, and uh, in a thrilling fashion against the Warriors the other night. Overtime decision. Markets are saying they can't do it twice in a row. Sacramento in the rare big favorites role, and Kings taking money. Eight and a half, nine now for Sacramento against the New York Knickerbockers. Well, the Knicks did cover their last game out after they won. They won their game, then they played the 76ers and covered, but they failed to cover the other three prior to that. Again, the Knicks are just one of these games where being, being involved in the NBA, watching them, Make, get the get the bump from the interim. Play horrible. Play great. Play horrible. Uh, they're a game, they're a team that I'm going to wait to see what happens and and follow a pattern that will probably come to fruition, but it hasn't come yet. Worth noting, the Sacramento Kings have not covered a point spread of minus four or higher yet this season. They're laying eight and a half tonight. Let's talk a little NFL before the break. Well. The Browns finally got there. We're seeing minus threes on the road at Arizona on Sunday. That was two and a half for most of the week. And even with Patrick Mahomes listed as probable, the market still like Denver plus the points. Nothing but Broncos money in early and midweek action so far against Kansas City. You know, the Browns to me, they're, maybe I'm just so tainted, Teddy, from living in Cleveland all these years and having mediocre <laughs> teams. But you know what? We have expectations. 
We have a crappy start to the season. All of a sudden, we finish strong, and then going into next year, we have those expectations again. That's exactly what it feels like with this Browns team. They go into Arizona winning cover. I completely expect it. You know, in Denver, again, they're a team that I've had wrong. I've lost so much money on Denver playing against these young quarterbacks that I give up. Denver is off of my radar. And and that's a key point. You got a team you have a bad read on. It's week 15 in the NFL. There's no reason to be forcing plays on teams you haven't got right betting on them and you haven't got right betting against them. Big game breakdowns coming up next when Wager Talk continues. Stay on the grid. At the window. We talk about LSU, man. They're playing their best football, especially defensively down the stretch here. This LSU team only gave up 17 points total last two weeks, Sean. That's to Georgia and Texas A&M. They're getting healthier on the defensive side. I think they're going to be able to get after Jalen Hurts here. I like the Bayou Bengals, and I like them big. I like them going away. I would lay the 13. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Spentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Rain or shine, every day is a great day for fishing, right? You got rain gear, but you can't overlook sunny day gear. A Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie has you covered on the sunniest days, like literally. I mean, who wouldn't trade a sunburn for a trophy fish? But why do it if you don't have to? Especially when this Solar Stream Elite hoodie is built with broad spectrum UV protection. We're talking UPF 50, and it has airflow so you don't overheat. And what's the alternative? Putting down the rod every half hour so you can slather on some sunscreen. Seems like an easy choice to me. Columbia PFG has you covered with their Castback TC shoe. Its OmniMax cushioning and traction system helps if you're on your feet a lot, say, fighting a fish. Not to mention keeping you sure-footed on a wet, rocking boat. So if you're going to be spending long days out on the water, and I sincerely hope that you will be, head over to Columbia.com PFG and shop all their performance fishing gear. Want to light the lamp on DraftKings and FanDuel this NHL DFS season? Then join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. 
Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS, line combinations, and build stacks for tournaments in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you're playing daily fantasy hockey without using Daily Roto, you're doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. Big game breakdown time, Ralph. And we'll start in the association tonight. A pair of games on the four-letter network. Watch and win ESPN. Lakers in the heat. This is the one everybody's talking about. Heat, perfect at home this season. Lakers, the only road loss they suffered came at the Staples Center against the Clippers. So they haven't lost a game in an opposing team's venue all season long. They're being priced like it, though. L.A. with five straight wins and covers, and they're on ESPN tonight. Minus five and a half, total 212 against the Miami Heat team that doesn't have quite the same betting bandwagon. They haven't been blowing teams out the way the, the Lakers have. And a Miami Heat team that doesn't have the marquee super. Hey, Jimmy Butler's a superstar, but he's not LeBron James. LeBron James and Anthony Davis are attracting the betting attention. Lakers five and a half, even sixes popping up in Miami. Does the Heat, do the Heat finally suffer their first home loss of the season this evening? I've said this with the Lakers a few times. I'm not stepping in their way when they're on a streak and playing well. You know, I went back just to November 1st. They're 19-2 and two straight up. They're holding opponents to 44% shooting. You know, and you look at block. They're averaging almost seven blocks per game with, with AD in the middle. You got two guys averaging 25 points per game. Motivated team, still playing defense, enjoys what they're doing, still building. Uh, it would be a rare, rare instance for me to fade the Lakers. Yeah, I, in my mind, this number is a good and not too, too high, especially given the fact that when you look at who L.A. has played during this incredible stretch, they got all the right teams, the good teams, they faced them all right team, right time, and they faced a whole lot of bottom feeders during this run. I think Miami gives them a game tonight. I'm expecting a battle, not a blowout. In the nightcap, we talked about in line movers a little bit. Utah, minus 13, minus 13 and a half, popping up against Golden State, total 210 and a half. And you and I were both in agreement on this one, Ralph. We said, yeah, the Jazz got a win over Minnesota, but Minnesota's struggling mightily right now. <laughs> and they are. Utah still lost six of their last nine. We've still seen offensive weaknesses from the Jazz, and Mike Conley still isn't anywhere near 100%. No sure thing that he'll be in the lineup tonight for the Jazz. Well, looking at the Jazz, they are a team historically. You know, I went back to the start of last year, Teddy. As a double-digit home favorite, they're 17-1 and straight up. They're 12 and six against the spread. So again, you have you have the issue where you do have a strong home court, uh, but uh, it's just too many points for me in their current form. Yes, they beat the Grizzlies by 14 points, you know, in their last game, but uh, it's just it's just a game where again in the NBA I have to see a team I like against a team I don't like for everything to line up for me to be on that side. Yeah, and just in the last 15 minutes, Mike Conley has been downgraded to out for tonight. He's not the only one, though. Draymond Green will not be playing this evening 
uh, for Eddie, the Warriors has, along has with that, Eric Has Cash, that yeah. moved the number? Has that moved uh, the line and on a half. this game yeah. with Connolly being out? Yeah, we're, we're looking at 13 and a half now. The money's still coming for Utah. Remember, they won last time without Conley. Uh, and of the two injuries, the games where the Warriors don't have Draymond Green in the lineup, you don't want, I don't want Golden State. <laughs> Flat out. Uh, the the level of green brings intensity. You know, uh, when he's on the floor and when he's even, uh, you know, he's he brings something to Golden State they just don't have uh, when he's not on the floor. And that means I'll be rooting for the Jazz tonight because I want to fade them in their next game. Army Navy, Navy minus 10 and a half, total 41 against Army. This one, noon Pacific time, three on the East Coast. What's it? CBS is going to be televising. Army's won each of the last three years against Navy. And all the reports are not that they wouldn't be motivated, but that Navy's energy level in practice has been, quote, through the roof. Um, They're going to bring it against Army. The question is whether the cadets are good enough. Big disparity in the records between these two teams. My powering number says this is a little bit high for Navy against Army. And of course, when we talk about series history, 13 straight unders between these two teams, total sitting at 41. The dog has won seven. The dog has covered seven of eight, as you would expect. You have you have Teams that are just happy with a win. Navy doesn't want to embarrass Army. But you also have a situation where Navy had won 14 straight in the series prior to the pre- to the last three years. So you have kids that, as a freshman, as a sophomore, as and a junior in Navy, have never beaten Army. The uh, Navy seniors now are playing going, can we get swept against Army for the first time in whatever? But... Uh, you know, I'm not on the game, but I certainly the Navy perspective of having lost three straight with this graduating class, having never beaten Army has kept me off the game. But two option teams, you're going to run the clock. I still like the under even with the number where it is. And I would lean dog when I when I break down this matchup. If Army wins this game. They still hold the commander in chief trophy because as long as you split your two service academy wins and you had the trophy last year, you keep the commander in chief trophy. That's all the motivation they need to play this game. Sure. And of course, Navy has a bowl game coming. This is Army's bowl game. Uh, I'm with you in that I lean towards the dog. I'm also with you in that I haven't bet it yet. And I'm not convinced that I will. So when we talk to Dave Sharapin, uh, he's coming up in our next segment. When we talk to Dave, I'm expecting him to tell us that this is their biggest liability of the weekend. I would think there has been nothing but L.A. Rams money in the game against Dallas. What we hear yesterday, uh, we're talking to John Murray saying it was a 10 to 1 ticket count in favor of the Rams. Dallas open chalk. They're one and a half point dogs now. Total of 49. Rams, Cowboys. What's your take, Ralph? It's tough to play on a team that looks as good as the Rams against a team that uh, has lost three straight like the Dallas Cowboys have. And, you know, I think it's a locker room issue. You know, uh, the owner calling out the coach. And, you know, I, I think there's uh, you're you're looking at some continuity. But like John Murray pointed out yesterday from the Superbook, 
you know, they if Dallas loses this game and they win their next two, that that's all they need to do to win the division. So uh, it's a pass for me. I, I know it's an exciting game. Are you going to give our viewers an opinion on this game, Teddy? I can only take the Rams, and I can't lay a point and a half with the Rams in this game. They were on my short list all week. I felt like I missed the best of the number. Um, when you start hearing sportsbook directors telling you they have a 10-to-1 ticket count the other way, you know, on, on the team that you like, maybe you don't like them quite so much. Um, and, yes, Dallas, this is, in theory, a meaningless game for Dallas because they have the showdown with Philadelphia next week. They still have to win twice. Okay, in order to make, uh, in order to get, get clinch a playoff spot, and in this type of game against a Rams team, we're playing with playoff revenge against a Rams team coming off a huge win. I don't think that Dallas would stick a fork in them. Uh, I think that the Cowboys were so the Cowboys still going to be heard from this season. I'll leave it at that. I lean towards LA. I've talked myself out of the Rams. Well, let's talk about a game where normally we're talking about the line and it gets an attention, but uh, you know the attention getter in this game is the total. The Pittsburgh Steelers, a one and a half point favorite, a total of thirty five and a half against Buffalo. I went back and looked in the database. Since 2014, Teddy, there have only been two games in the NFL with a total of thirty six or less. They both went under the total. Going back to two thousand and ten, uh, there have been 24 games in the last decade. They've gone 12 and 12 against the spread with this low of a total. Your take on Pittsburgh and Buffalo. And of course, the 35 and a halfs are gone. Now we've seen a lot of over money so far today. Uh, again, I sent in the graphics overnight. Uh, sometimes the numbers will change. And we want to give you the accurate info. Right now, that total 37 at most books. Hard for me to bet under 35 and a half in an NFL game. But at the same time, I wouldn't bet this game over with your money, Ralph. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I really wouldn't. The Steelers with Duck Hodges, they've scored two offensive touchdowns once in their last six games. Every other week's been one or zero. All right. This offense is not moving the football up and down the field. They couldn't move the ball against Arizona's defense last week. I know they got the win and cover, but. I think that uh, Pittsburgh's going to have a really hard time scoring in this ballgame. And all the Bills have done all year on the road is hang around, win games, and cover point spreads. Wouldn't be surprised they do that on Sunday night as well. Really quick, take us Ralph, home. Go ahead. Yeah. Any opinion, Teddy, on Tampa Bay over Detroit or Oakland against Jacksonville? I know this much. No one's betting the Lions. No one's betting the Jaguars. And no one's betting the Panthers this week in the NFL. So if you're looking for quote-unquote value, there'll be extra value on all three of those teams. Although the Bucks certainly in good current form. Oakland, not so much. And Seattle against Carolina, a team that has talk in the talk about coming to play, which could be bad news for the Panthers on Sunday. When we come back here on Wager Talk, we're going to have Dave Sharapin from CG Technology, the CG Sportsbooks here in town. He's going to break down a bunch of NFL with us. We'll talk Army-Navy as well. Get the odds makers perspective 
coming up next. NFL season is now upon us, so you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainer, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Rain or shine, every day is a great day for fishing, right? You got rain gear, but you can't overlook sunny day gear. A Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie has you covered on the sunniest days, like literally. I mean, who wouldn't trade a sunburn for a trophy fish? But why do it if you don't have to? Especially when this Solar Stream Elite hoodie is built with broad spectrum UV protection. We're talking UPF 50, and it has airflow so you don't overheat. And what's the alternative? Putting down the rod every half hour so you can slather on some sunscreen. Seems like an easy choice to me. Columbia PFG has you covered with their Castback TC shoe. Its OmniMax cushioning and traction system helps if you're on your feet a lot, say, fighting a fish. Not to mention keeping you sure-footed on a wet, rocking boat. So if you're going to be spending long days out on the water, and I sincerely hope that you will be, head over to Columbia.com PFG and shop all their performance fishing gear. I just got a message from Dave Sharp, and he said the phone isn't working. I'm not sure why. Hopefully we'll have him on in a moment um, because it keeps hanging up on him. So hopefully we'll have Dave on in just a moment. He is, of course, the risk analyst and odds maker from CG Sportsbook. So, Ralph, I'm going to throw an audible and throw to you for a second so I can get Dave on the show. (laughs) I apologize. But let me get him on. You got it. I'm going to, Teddy, I'm going to take a second and talk about that bowl motivation I talked about with the six and six team. And and I'm going to break it down into a little more detail. You know, as I said, teams that are going in the bowls that are six and six, you have to you have to think about them finishing their careers or them, those seniors finishing a career on a winning note. In the media guide for the rest of their lives, it's going to show they went seven and six and had a winning season compared to six and seven. And I'll go into a little more detail with those numbers. Since 2008, if a six and six team is playing a team with seven or more wins, so you don't have six and six teams facing each other, 
They have gone 50 and 22, 69.4%. They've gone 11 and 2 the last three years with the only losses Purdue against Auburn. And in 2017, Texas Tech against South Florida, and Texas Tech failed to cover by one point. Now, one subset into the mix. If you have a six and six team that won their last game, so you were five and six, you won your sixth game, you are now bowl eligible, you are now playing that bowl game to finish your season on a positive note. That's the 76% angle I was talking about. They've gone 31 and 10, 76% against the spread. That's North Carolina, Michigan State, Mississippi State, Boston College, and Ohio. Now, I don't know, I don't want to tell you to base plays just on these trends, but this trend is strong enough in my book that it's either I'm going to back these teams or not play that bowl. That's how strongly I feel about the six and six. Teddy, are you with me or am I going to go over another situation? Give me one more situation. Just I'm, 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 I'm efforting to get Dave on with us right now. No problem. We talk about bowls and we talk about teams and you you have a lot of trick plays and, and bowls have different motivations and different coaches. Uh, I just want to let our viewers know over the last three years, Bulldogs, just blindly playing Bulldogs, you've gone 56.2%. Dogs of seven or more have gone 17, 19, and 2, 47%. So what does that leave us? Small dogs in bowl games, dogs of one point to six and a half points, have gone 42 and 27 with three pushes, 61% against the spread. When you're handicapping and you find a 61% system, it's not great. But if you're in the middle and you're thinking, should I back this team or perhaps do I need the extra motivator to? Adding a 60% system to that certainly can make it stronger. Or if you're on the fence playing perhaps the other side, a 61% system may say, okay, I'm going to back off and just not play that game. And not if you split those games, it's better to leave a loser off the board. It's better to uh, leave a winner off the board than it is to put a loser on because you're paying the juice in those two games if you split them. And that's an excellent point uh, that you make there, Ralph. When you talk about going zero and zero is better than going one and one. <laughs> All right. Uh, significantly better than going one and one because that juice adds up and adds up and adds up. So anytime throwing out a loser is more important than missing a winner. You're laying 11 to win 10. Unfortunately, we're having some technical difficulties with Dave Sharapin right now. He is trying to call in. There are issues somewhere on the back end. I can't fix them from here in Vegas. So um, we're going to have to go through the games by ourselves, Ralph, which we're more than capable of doing, most assuredly. Let's talk a little NFL. We'll talk about the games we were going to ask Dave Sharapin about. And we'll start in D.C., where the Eagles are facing the Redskins. Five-point chalk on the road for Philadelphia, and they have not been a good road team at any point this season. The Redskins gave them everything they could handle in the first meeting between these two teams. Philly had a rally from behind with the two along Deshaun Jackson touchdown passes just to get the win. They never sniffed a point spread cover. But Philly legitimately faced the abyss on Monday night. 
They could have laid down and quit. Their season would have been done. People said, oh, Philly had injury problems this year. But they showed something. They rallied from behind. They battled, they battled back. They won the game. They didn't cover the point spread, though. Fourth straight non-cover. There's not much of a betting bandwagon for the Eagles. Not there's a huge betting bandwagon for the Redskins, but they've covered their last three. They won twice during that span, including a win on this field against the Lions the last time they played at FedEx in Landover. Redskins and Eagles, what's your take? Sunday NFL action. Looking at one of the general overview uh, sites, Teddy, that shows the percentages, you know, 53% of the tickets have been on Philadelphia, again, which you which you might expect with the away favorite, and 66% of those tickets on the under. And I certainly agree with that under. You look at how feeble Philadelphia's offense has been, and, you know, granted it's feeble because of injuries, but uh, when you have the wide receiver uh, lack of depth that they currently have available to them, uh, the under would be, again, even though the numbers come down a little bit and it's a public play, I certainly agree with that public play. There's been nothing but underdog money coming for the next one we're going to talk about. That's Bears and the Packers. Chicago's look good each of the last two weeks. All of a sudden, Mitch Trubisky can play again? Uh, Maybe. We'll find out when he goes against a real defense this time around. Green Bay at Lambeau. They were as high as seven at the opener. They're as low as minus four. Now, four and a half is a prevailing number. And another game that betters expect the defenses to rule, just like the first one between these two teams, a game that featured one Offensive touchdown on the opening night of the NFL season. One thing I want to bring about, we're going to have a lot of revenge games here the next few weeks. Don't fall into the trap of thinking revenge. I did a I did a study back to 2015, and the team that wins the first game won 50.1% of the time the second game. So there is nothing to revenge. If you were a dog and you were expected to lose, you don't have revenge. I have an interesting angle here, though, Teddy. Uh, When the Bears are a dog and they are off a game in which 50 points were scored or more, They've gone 0-12 against the spread and 0-12 straight up. So uh, they're a team that perhaps, you know, scores occasionally, but they haven't put up big back-to-back games, you know, like we've seen the offense do with with Detroit where they scored 44 and and Dallas where they did score 55 total points. So (laughs) that's an interesting totals angle. It really is. All that said, we got to shift to the next game. Patriots and the Bengals. This is a fascinating one. New England stinks, right? Or do, or do they or do they or don't they? The betting market are looking at New England, the 10-win team, like they've always looked at New England. <laughs> you know, as they're going to bounce back. They're not going to have losing streaks. The Patriots will be just fine. The betting markets are looking at Cincinnati as the bottom feeder that they are. And Andy Dalton's throwing pick sixes again. And yet, Bottom feeder against Super Bowl contender. The number's still very reasonable. What's your take? New England and Cincinnati. Patriots only, only minus 10. They were on sale last week against KC. They're kind of on sale this week again against Cincinnati. 
I can't back a team that's averaging under 20 points per game the last five games they've played, but I certainly can lean with that team under. This defense, again, you held Kansas City to 346 yards and 23 points. This defense is allowing 263. 65 yards on the season. They have yet to allow 375 yards in any game uh, under, under, under when I think Patriots from here on out. That makes a ton of sense. And New England obviously is a team that has to win games with their defense more than their offense moving forward. The Texans and the Titans is an interesting game because certainly when you look at current form with Tennessee, you make case they're the best team in the NFL right now. Right there with Baltimore. In fact, their offense has been better than the Ravens' offense since Ryan Tannehill took over. And defensively, they're making plays. You know, it hasn't been pretty for Tennessee. It hasn't always been easy for Tennessee. But this team is clicking on all cylinders right now. The Texans were clicking on all cylinders, so they ran into Denver last week. and They got blasted at home. Will Fuller still hurt, but they're facing a Tennessee team with cluster injuries in the secondary. Titans are taking the money. There were three even monies. Even a two and a half popped up. Didn't last long. Now it's three across the board. Three with extra juice even in some spots. Titans and the Texans. AFC South showdown. There may not have been a more obvious flat spot in the NFL than the Texans last week. They were coming off a road game at Baltimore, a home game against the Colts, a home game against the Patriots, and they had a road game against Tennessee on deck. Lo and behold, you have a quarterback coming in as a first-time starter. With that being said, I, you know, you, you may say Tennessee beat Oakland and Jacksonville in the last couple weeks, but yeah, they also beat Tennessee, I mean, Kansas City and Indianapolis in that stretch. And what's impressed me about that is Tennessee's done it without a big turnover edge. They lost the turnover battle against Jacksonville. They lost the turnover battle against Kansas City. And when you have a team that can run the ball, can stop the run, and still gets wins and covers, losing the turnover battle, uh, that's a team that I have to back, but I will either back or or not play the game because uh, it's a powerful team that can put up those kind of numbers. They really are. I mean, right now, and Derrick Henry's been a November, December guy. You know, <laughs> he's put up ridiculous numbers since the calendar turned in November, a cold weather back who many betters seem to like. Nothing. But Titans money coming in, despite the fact that Houston is a great track record in this road dog role in the Bill O'Brien era. Let's talk 49ers Falcons. This is an interesting one. Oh, okay. Well, we've got Dave Sheriff and we've got two minutes to talk to him. Dave, how are you? So glad to have you on the show. Two minutes, real Teddy. Come on, what do we got? All right, let's go. Where's that? I apologize. We had some technical issues earlier on, but let's run through as many games as we can really fast. Where's the action coming? Vikings Chargers. Uh, Vikings Chargers, actually. We took a really uh, sharp limit play yesterday on the Chargers uh, plus two. We're down to one, which is a bottom of the market when you look across the board. So turning into uh, a pros versus Joes that you like to refer to as uh, public on the Vikings and uh, Sharps on the Chargers. Dave, I heard you on yesterday with Koken talking about the Rams and the Cowboys. Biggest handle game of the day by far? Uh, yeah, that's a big one already, Ralph. Um, big play yesterday on the Rams because it, all the way, it was flipped. You know, Cowboys were minus one. 
took bets on the Rams plus one at pick, and someone laid one yesterday with us. That already is, uh, I'll take a quick glance, that's the biggest decision of the week so far. We'll need the Cowboys. I'm not really sure. I'm comfortable with that position, but that's where it stands as of right now. Yeah, and, and not only do you need the Cowboys, you need the Cowboys in the game they're likely to need to win in order to cover uh, the point spread, which is always a sweat. Mother of all bad spots for San Francisco. Are the markets reacting accordingly? Uh, for San Francisco, actually, yeah. The Falcons are the play so far. Beauty. Dave Sheriffin, any chance you can stay with us during the break? We got three minutes when we come back. If you can hang around, we'd love to get more info Absolutely. from you. Absolutely. I'm can't. not leaving. Absolutely. All We're right, here Beauty. For the duration. I appreciate it, Dave. We'll be right back. Wager Talk continues here on the Sports Grid TV Network. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Rain or shine, every day is a great day for fishing, right? You got rain gear, but you can't overlook sunny day gear. A Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie has you covered on the sunniest days, like literally. I mean, who wouldn't trade a sunburn for a trophy fish? But why do it if you don't have to? Especially when this Solar Stream Elite hoodie is built with broad-spectrum UV protection. We're talking UPF 50, and it has airflow so you don't overheat. And what's the alternative? Putting down the rod every half hour so you can slather on some sunscreen. Seems like an easy choice to me. Columbia PFG has you covered with their Castback TC shoe. Its OmniMax cushioning and traction system helps if you're on your feet a lot, say, fighting a fish. Not to mention keeping you sure-footed on a wet, rocking boat. So if you're going to be spending long days out on the water, and I sincerely hope that you will be, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG and shop all their performance fishing gear. We're here in the home stretch of Wager Talk on a Friday. And one thing I want to do, I like to do every Friday. Go through what I, I I call pros versus Joes, where the public money is and where the recreational money is. And because we have Dave Sharapin from CG Books still with us, I'm going to ask him after I run through him real quick what his take is on pros versus Joes 
an NFL action on Sunday. So it looks to me, uh, Dave, like the pros, been a little bit of Eagles money. That looks like sharp money. The Titans that were two and a half, now that's three just about everywhere. That looks like a pro move. The money on Denver against Kansas City, I know that's not recreational money. The Falcons, who are playing a Niners team in the mother of all bad spots, that looks like pro money. And maybe the Chargers, the pro side in that one. The Joes, pretty easy. Joes are on Seahawks. Joes are on the Patriots. Joes are on the Rams. Joes are on the Raiders. And Joes are on the Vikings, all teams that looked relatively good last week. Or, like the Seahawks and the Patriots, teams that have those good track records. Anything that I missed, anything that you would disagree with, uh, Dave, with that pros versus Joe's rundown? No, man. Teddy, that was pretty good. That was, uh, I mean, that two-minute drill before the last commercial, I feel like we got us in field goal range. But now I think we're ready to go in for a touchdown. Um, I'll tell you what, the, the one there that was maybe not is the Broncos. That one was really just kind of a, a limit play, but it's really not flying. It's not moving. The other ones, though, the Eagles was definitely uh, sharp, and, and, and that one is against the, the Redskins feels like the public dog. Um, Seahawks for sure. I mean, we can't get anybody to bet on the Panthers, and why would you really? That, that one's an easy one to kind of see. Um, absolutely right about the Vikings and Chargers. We touched on that one. Uh Falcons is a tough one to, to kind of decipher yet. I mean, because that one may, we're probably going to end up needing that side. I mean, if the game kicked right now, surprisingly, we would need the 49ers. But um, the Falcons, yeah, that's, a, that's an interesting one. Dave Sharpen, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to hang with us. Follow him on Twitter at, at the Sportsbook Consigliere, S P O R T S B K Consig. Great follow. Great to have you on the show. We'll be back again on Monday. Enjoy the games and good luck.